man, uh, it took this dude a while to get here. He just flew in from Liberia. <laughs> nah, bro. I just left the gym. Traffic a little bit. Hectic, but I'm glad I'm here. How many times did dude work out today? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just had a, a quick little workout. Quick little workout. You working out after this? Nah. Resting for the day. You already know. But uh, anybody that knows me, wherever they, they see me, they know TJ's not too far around. And likewise... brother from another mother that's what it is my bro appreciate you for having me tj you know he's from liberia but he's probably part haitian you never know hey he's the, right the, the bloodline we'll, we'll find out when christ gets back right. but uh shout out to the bro tj for coming today um tj you know i'll be doing bible study tj i wanted him to be here today talk about mindset as you guys know this is max your mind max feels there thank you guys for being on the channel today Thanks for okay. having me, bro. Of course. <laughs> Thanks for taking the time, to come, the time to come here and share, share with the audience how uh, you masterize your mind and on, on a regular basis. Like, I've known you for how many years now? Man, it's been, um, wow, probably like eight to ten years now. That's a minute. Yeah, a, I know we've done, we've been, I've been to a lot of fitness expos with you. Um, <laughs> they do smiling like you see chicken, chicken or uh, steak, <laughs> chicken or steak behind me or something. Like no, nah. nah, nah, TJ is a very happy dude, very humble dude, very confident and serious as well. So it's a nice balance, like to have an, an a friendship and an individual. So uh, it's all good vibes, and that's I definitely wanted to have TJ come on board to just talk about how he got from point A to B and where he wants to take it from here on out. And uh, I've known TJ for years, like. Friends have come and gone in L.A. You know, L.A. is cutthroat. People are very, like, for themselves. And I would say that's life in general. But we're talking about L.A., there's a lot of superficial stuff going on. So it's just nice to have a, a friend that you can trust, you know. Like, I can go to sleep, both eyes closed. <laughs> um, but I've known you. I'm trying to remember. It's probably since, like, 2013 and even before that. Yeah. Because, um... 2013 is when I uh, got out of my longest relationship with my ex, 2013. But I knew you before me and her broke up. So it was probably, maybe it might have been 2011 or 2012 even. Yeah. The, I've known you. The, the early stage of uh, 2011. But, I mean, you're definitely right. Um, being in L.A., man, it's not, it's not an easy tax, you know. You know, people think that uh, you're just going to get out here and everything's going to be good. Um, you've had your own trials and tribulations when moving to LA relationships, you making the, the wrong choices in relationships, you know, ending up through not to go deep into like exes and that, but we're going to talk about the right choices to make when it comes to relationships for sure. Like, but when I, when I first met you was through social media, like, you know, I post a lot of content on social media. If you, some of you guys might've seen my content and I tagged the location that a lot of people go hiking at Runyon Canyon. Yeah. You saw my picture, and uh, what happened? You, uh, I think you hit me up, and you said, hey, let's do a workout at Runyon. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it was very interesting because I think um, I also went to Runyon um, the same day that you went there. So I, I was actually posting on social media, and I seen your tag, and I was, right. like, I was like, oh, man, it's, it's the bro. I mean, like, you know, because I, before then, I've, I've even seen your social media and stuff. So I reached out. I was like, 
man, you know, let's get a workout in. And ever since then, you know, right. it, brotherhood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was, I'm always looking forward to connect, you know, like always looking forward to inspire and empower, empower others and also get inspiration back. Cause like, you know, people keep me on my toes. Brothers keep me on my toes. Followers, um, supporters, everybody keeps me on my toes. So I don't get it too comfortable. I don't get bored. It's always the next level to, to get to and also just maintain um, health and fitness. But I, if, I'm definitely going to pop up a picture to show you guys TJ's before picture when I first met him. Now, um, he always had pretty developed shoulders, but you know he fully transformed into RoboCop, which is what we call him. <laughs> He's hiding it right now, which is, which is kind of good. He's hiding the shoulders, but he's rep representing uh, Judah right know. now with the hoodie. So um, that speaks volume. So um, know. <laughs> tell us a little bit about what you got there on your uh, your hoodie, my friend. Um, so pretty much, um, I'm actually grateful that I, you know, I got to know the truth about um, my background. When I mean your background, I mean like who who I really am, where I come from. Um, you know. Judah actually uh, comes from the, um, the tribe of Christ. Um, I didn't know all of this before that, but, you know, I'm grateful to God now I got to know the truth, um, you know, especially living in a world where a lot of things are being You've been censored. studying your Bible, haven't you? A lot, a lot of things have been censored and silenced from us. Um, yeah, man, it, it was amazing to, to get into the Bible, get to know the scriptures, get to know the truth uh, about who we are and where we come from as well. So, I mean, I'm grateful to be here and actually um, following the scriptures. Yeah, you guys are definitely gonna be hearing a lot more about our Bible study sessions, but um, to continue, like TJ's been putting in work. Like I, it's um when I when I meet people or I work out with people or just connect with people, they um they either inspire me or I inspire them. It has to be one or the other, or there's no relationship, there's no connection, there's no point for the connection. And um, definitely over the years, TJ's pushed me and I pushed him in and out of the gym. And um, this is somebody that I also do Bible study with on a weekly basis. So he's a true brother is what the Bible speaks of when it talks about brotherhood and, and a friend, a real friend. And um, just wanted to highlight that. And so you, so you guys understand who's sitting before you right now. Um, this, is, this is not small talk. We don't do small talk. Um, sometimes we do small talk. But right now I wanted to have TJ on here just talk about what it took for him to get here and also what type of relationship, you know, you should have if you're looking for a friend. If, um, you know, oftentimes we collect people. We just want people in our space because of the wrong reasons. And I might have just one friend or a, hand, uh, you know, a handful of friends, but um, the, the quality over, uh, <laughs> beats quantity. And um, you'll find out when, um, when the storm comes, when there's, you go through trials and tribulations, who your real friends are. But um, I know you, uh, you were... You, when you came from a medical field, let's, um, let's talk a little bit about that. Well, how did you get into the medical field and transitioning into fitness? Oh, it's interesting. So I actually had, um, I had a passion for working with people and helping people out. Um, so I remember when I was playing football back in um, high school, I used to volunteer every uh, summer. I would actually go to uh, uh, a camp where they have kids with special needs and stuff like that. So um, something that I developed. You know, I love being with the kids, helping people out. So I figured um, getting a degree in healthcare was a best way to be able to, to do more of that. Mm. You know, I definitely say it's, it's a different walks of life. So you got to really be passionate about that. You got to be a people's person to try to do something like that. And um, it's a def definitely a different side. It made me appreciate life more. 
and also understand not to take things for granted because, um, you know, like I said, huge respect to all the, the healthcare workers and people who, who sacrifice to do things uh, on a daily basis because it's not an easy feel. So Especially right now, there's a lot of mixed feelings about what's going on right now with the day we're in, tw- uh, 2020, December. We don't know what tomorrow's going to look like, but we make the best out of it. Um, are you going to go back to the medical field? Um, I know you, be, you, went, you went from <laughs> fitness to investments. Yeah, so... Uh, What's next? For me, uh, it, it's all about progression. Um, it, it's good to have the background of the medical field. And that's something you can always go back to if you want to. But um, uh, I was inspired by life, and, and I wanted to reach uh, for more heights. But I kind of figured, you know, working at a medical field and being stuck at a job, um, having to take time off and things like that and request that was holding me back from other things that I wanted to do. So, um, you know, I appreciate, you know, the lessons and what I've learned from the healthcare field. But as far as um, going back, you know, I, I, I'm doing something else right now. <laughs> what you're doing, is, was it top secret? You're not going to um, say? Yeah, I mean, so I, I went from, from that to actually get into investments and things like that. Um, the thing is, growing up, you know, as an athlete, uh, I come from a athletic and sports background. You know, they never teach you about wealth or how to build wealth or finances. And, and I think that's, that's, I speak for mostly everyone when I say this. A lot of us didn't know about, you know, like what credit is and how to build stuff. Um, a lot of the things that I learned, I actually learned through failure. Uh, I mean, you could probably attest to it. Um, I, I went through situations to where, you know, with relationships and things that set me back. Um, but I'm grateful to God because, you know, it was, it was a lesson that I learned. Um, and then I, I, I understood that in order for me to make certain changes in life, I had to go ahead and, and watch myself and focus on the things that I was doing, understand that I was responsible for my actions. So um, I took time off and I was just I was studying, uh, you know, learning stuff about finances, investments and different things and credits. So. The first thing I did was, um, you know, I, I call up every company that I've ever worked with in the past that had stuff on my credit report. Um, so I figure out how to pretty much just, you know, pay them off, get them on a payment plan. You know, you know, I took the responsibility, you know, instead of saying, well, I'm just going to leave it off. It's going to go off after, you know, seven years. What so, inspired you to, like, take that initiative? Um, did, did somebody organize this plan for you or did you just, you know, like wake up one day and you're like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to hit up these companies and clean, it, clean up my act? Um, actually, uh, it was just, like I said, all my, my obstacles and failures that I went through in life, um, you know, because I, I, in my mind, I thought like, hey, you know, you got money, but it's not how much money you got. It's, it's how much money you're able to save, how much money you're able to invest. It wasn't until, you know, I was running around, you know, just living life and wasn't thinking of what to come next and, you know, pretty much being useless with finances. And then um, I really, you know, hit rock bottom. And when I wanted to make certain business decisions and I understood that credit had to be in the way of it because, you know, even if you apply for an apartment or home or anything like that, they have to check your credit. So it was like, man, like I needed to fix that. I always have a saying that's saying like, you can't, you know, expect to have a, a water in the bucket in a bucket if you don't fill the holes. So it's like it's like you be running around circles. Right. So I understood that in order for me to get to the level where I want to be, uh, certain decisions have to be made. Like I needed to focus on myself, focus on uh, changing who I am, being responsible, being accountable. Um, you know, when you're 24, 25 years old, you know you're, you're not running around thinking about 
you know, what's ahead next. You know, a lot of times, you know, and, and there's some people who are actually uh, very mature at that age. But for me, it was more of like I pretty much was just living life, thinking that, you know, everything was going to be the way it is until I started to, you know, hit rock bottom and make some decisions that cut me into some bad position. So, mm. yeah, so I'm, I'm grateful for that lesson, you know, because lessons it, are <laughs> definitely blessings. And so, sometimes unless we get hit, fall and hit rock bottom, we, we keep going down the wrong path. So it's, it's a wake up call and a redirection. But I know like um, relationships definitely have been like, you know, a learning Learning curve, like, because, uh, like, it's one thing if you make poor choices for yourself, and it's another thing if you're making poor choices with somebody else in your life. Yeah. And, um, you know, it hits you. It hits you hard. It hits you in your face. And men in general, I, I can't speak for all men, but I know, like, sometimes we make poor choices when it comes to relationships, who we pursue or how we deal with women in relationships. What can you share, based on your experience, about the wrong decisions you made and, like, how you transition into making better choices as a man? Um, yeah, that's, that's very deep. Um, because through my experience, what I've actually learned right now is, um, it's an identity thing. You know, you, first of all, you gotta, you gotta know who you are. I'm not talking about just like your name and your last name and where you come from. I'm talking about, you know, who you really are, like where your family come from, where your sisters come from, what's your purpose here? Um, you know, and I think through Pur my purpose my, is a big thing. Yeah. Through my early, my early stages of life, it was just, you know, I, I pretty much was, was inspired by things that I saw, especially on the media and TV and, t and stuff like that. So influence, yeah, you know, it, and all of that was just, you know, going by it, thinking like, hey, you know, I want to get older. This is what I want to be, you know. But come to find out, you know, a man that doesn't have a purpose, you know, has no direction, right. you know. So it's like I was just going with the flow, and nine times out of ten, you know, if you if you go with the flow, you're gonna end with the flow ends. So um, when things started happening in my life that you know, wasn't really the way I wanted him to go. You know, it, it was it was a big wake up call for me. I had to take a step back and be like, all right, well, you know, if if you're gonna want things to change in life, then you're gonna have to be the one making those changes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and a lot, like I said, a lot of it is just, it's being accountable. You know, you gotta be accountable, but you gotta be responsible. So I started to evaluate uh, my choices. Um, you know, the people I was surrounding myself with, the decisions I was making. Um, you know, and, and started to learn more about myself. And I think, um, I think, yeah, you're the one that actually hit me up about, you know, uh, with GOCC and, and right. all of that. So uh, I started to dive deep into it. You know, I was doing a lot of um, study and research and it, it, it literally transformed my mind and thinking of, of things in the world and also my choices and decisions I was making because before I kind of felt like... How did it transform your mind? Um, yeah, just, just the way I, I saw things. Um, like, for instance, um, being very mindful about the friends and the choices you make, you know, because there's a saying that says, show me your friends and I'll tell you what your future is going to be. Because nine times out of ten, if you hung around people who just want to party and chase after girls, um, then they're not inspiring you or influence you to be anything better. Eventually... You know you're gonna hit a, a stop block because you kind of kind of feel like you're not progressing. You reach a plateau. Um, yeah, and and um, it, it really made me reconsider a lot of those things. Like you know, I started to invest time in people that I know are going to inspire me to try to be better. You know, because I know I want growth, but growth can't happen if you don't work on yourself. So I had to sit back and and decide to make uh, choices that were gonna put me on that direction to try to. Uh, excel to where I wanted to be. So. As far as relationships, like, you know, talking about like 
girlfriend, yeah. wife, like what inspired you to pursue women back then and what inspires you now? Man. Um, that, that's the transformation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It's like, um, it, I mean, as an athlete, it's like you growing up and you, you know, you've seen, I, I would definitely say media. Media plays a, a big, a big impact on it. You know, you, you're, you're watching athletes, you know, with all the, the nice girls. Uh, and in your mind, you start to think like, you know, like, that's what I want. But the thing is, you know, you can't just want anything. You know, you, you have to know why you want certain things. And men and women were created for a purpose. You know, so I know I was pursuing a woman, but I was pursuing a woman for the, for the wrong things. You know, and if you do that, eventually what's going to happen is you're going to self-destruct. And um, I started to really look back, like after I got introduced to GOCC and, you know, have some, some failures in relationship, you know, I started to look back and, and understand, you know, the identity purpose. Because if you want to be with somebody, you got to understand uh, you have to be equally yoked. Uh, what I mean by that is if you're not on the same purpose as a person, um, it's not going to work. And it's the reason why uh, a lot of relationships have issues with it because in society, we've been given an identity that, that really doesn't represent who we are. So until we, get to, until we really get to find out, you know, what our purpose is in life, then we'll understand why we want to pursue a woman. So I was definitely um, inspired um, and transformed when I came across GOCC because that, that opened my mind to a whole lot of different things. And I saw the world from a different lens. Like what, what did uh, GOCC, the church that we attend, what, what did they do for you as far as transforming your mindset? Like, I, um, elaborate on that. It, it definitely changed my perception of how I view how uh, women. And how did they do to go about changing your perception? Yeah, the, uh, the, the, the information that, that we learned so far uh, pretty much taught me you know, man has a purpose and woman has a purpose in this world. What's so, the information, my brother? <laughs> so, um, what's the information? Uh, from the Bible, uh, the, the lessons. The, the whole back, <laughs> he's, he's holding back right now. Um, he's, he's being nice. Um, so, I mean, doing Bible study, you know, I, I, I got to learn a lot, dive deep into the scriptures, uh, get to know who I am, where I come from, um, and what my purpose is. Um, so, based on that information, you understand you're not just picking. You're not just picking a woman based on you know the flesh and the physical. Because, like I said, let's 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 really dive deep into it. We live in a world where that promotes uh, the physical lust and lust things. Um, and I, I honestly believe like that's probably one of the main reasons why a lot of people were lost because we're we're following you know the physical and all the loss with no purpose. So yeah, we're spiritual beings chasing after the flesh. Yeah, yeah, we we have a a physical body. Yeah, but we're spiritual beings and. If we're not feeding that spirit and we just keep chasing after what feeds the flesh, you're going to end up dead. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that's, you don't have to take my word for it. Look, look at the world we live in. Look at the relationships you've been through. Look at the relationships you're in right now. And, um, you, you know, we, we saw the, the Bible tells us that a portion of a wicked woman is given to a portion of a wicked man. And what, what that means is like, the way you operate is what you attract. If you if you're out of order, you're gonna attract somebody that's out of order, male or female. So um, there's definitely um, I, I've been through that you know that same journey of pursuing women and spending time with women for the wrong reasons, and then it blowing up in my face. And boom, lessons you get burnt, 
when you, when you burn your hand, you, you could be stopped and be like, okay, how did I get burned? Why did I get burned? And how do I adjust? Or you're going to keep getting burned until you learn. But you're going to learn. Yeah. And so. Yeah. So uh, for me, what was the, uh, the turning point for you in your life where you had to um, pretty much say, uh, I need to change? Or, or what happened that inspired you to, to say, I need to form a better relationship with women and, you know, and, and not pursue things of lust? Oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't view it as, um, you know, getting, uh, working on a better relationship with women. It was working on a better relationship with God because I was putting, I was putting uh, everything before God. It's like we go to church on the weekend or you do Bible study here and there, but then everything else was not in line, was not in order with God and was not in order with structure, purpose. So I had to like um, push distractions and everything to the side, uh, work, on, work on my relationship with God so that everything else can get into in order, including who I'm attracted to, um, which type of women I pursue. And so that, that's, that's order. Um, I would say throughout all my past relationships my, um, my, with my exes, I was learning um, I was learning is this every every relationship you learn some of the same things and sometimes you learn different things and over, over time um, I would say things were getting worse um, I'd, I'd learn but other things would pop up um, it's like we're always learning about ourselves and each other and so what I was learning about myself is there are choices I was making that was um, being destructive to myself and whoever I was choosing to be, be in my life and you know, eventually, eventually, if you if you're like, oh, there's cops getting involved, there's uh, knives and stuff getting involved, you kind of have to take a step back and be like, uh, what choices am I making to um, invite these things to my life? And you get wake, you get wake up calls, you get warnings. So how you handle these things will dictate what happens next. But um, I would say over the years, um, every relationship, you got to stop and examine what why didn't it work. Why did you choose to be in that relationship? And also, when are you going to stop, examine, and um, take a different direction before it's too late? Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's very deep that you, sp you spoke on um, um, choices and things like that. Because um, I kind of was in similar situations where, where um, I basically was not holding myself accountable for actions. Um, but you're right. If you if you're making choices and decisions just based on lust and based on the flesh, you know, like you say, eventually, you know, I, I can attest to that. You're you're going to keep having the same things. And sometimes in life, um, you can leave from one relationship and get to the next and think that's going to fix things. But it's not, you know, the, the sources until you figure out um, that you need to work on yourself and become a better being, then you can attract better Um before you you understand that, and for me, I didn't know any of that until I I really got closer to God, and then I started to see uh, what I was supposed to do as a man, you know, to become a better person, and then attract a, a better woman in the order of God. And man, I can tell you that that really changed a lot, especially you know living. I mean, I'm in my early thirties, living in Hollywood with a lot of stuff going on over here. <laughs> If you don't have some type of order, man, Hollywood is out of order. So. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna, I was just gonna say that it's it's completely out of order. If you come over here, you're either gonna influence Hollywood, or, gonna or Hollywood's gonna influence you. 
So if you're not grounded, you know, you're not grounded, not working on your relationship with God, you be, come here and, and get prepared to be changed and influenced. Um, I don't recommend that. So, like, if you're coming here, make sure you come here for a purpose. You're not just coming here and hang out and fit in. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, I mean, there's already enough people here to fit in. So, you know, hopefully if you come here, you know, you you have a calling to be here. And um, you come here to influence, bring positivity. Yeah, you're, you're definitely right about that. On and off camera. Um, yeah, because even, you know, like I said, if you go back and look at how we started, you know, you, you see a Max, you see TJ. You know, we was always in the gym hitting, hitting the workouts, uh, doing things. It was but, all about the gym. Uh, it was all about workouts and fitness, but it's, a, it's another level when you have, you know, like a brother in Christ that you can, you can trust, you know, because uh, let's, let's face it, you know, this is a, a very, very cutthroat place. Uh, it's not a lot of people out here that, that are loyal. And, you know, I, I can speak for, you know, the bro here when I talk about loyalty because, you know, you got to know who, who you got around you, especially when stuff go down. And a lot of times, um, there's not that many people that will look you and say, "Hey, bro, like you need to get your stuff together." And uh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a big one right there. Because uh, like you got people talking about this person's my friend, all these people are my friends, and you, when um you know when things hit the fan, you find out like these people really don't have friends and they by themselves. And you, you got you got a lot of people that surround themselves so like yes, man, like, yeah, acquaintances. People like <laughs> well, we're not gonna talk about you know, sensitive topics and uh, we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. We don't want to lose friendships and contacts. So we're just going to agree with everything. But that's not a friend. Um, you're going to have, you're going to be challenged as an individual and um, your friendships are going to be challenged and you want them to be challenged. It, it reveals who who's in your life. Yeah. It reveals a lot about yourself and how you handle things. Obstacles, um, yes, it's going to be challenging at times. It's going to be hard at times. If you're not challenged, you stay the same. If you stay the same, you, you can't you can't climb to the next level. Like the storm will come and knock you and everybody around you down. If you're not accepting challenges, individual challenges, relationship challenges, and using them to grow. And so with, with friendships, you know, and relationships, like you know, somebody, a woman that you want to pursue, you gotta make sure um you're in order. You got to make sure you're in order so that you can attract a woman that's in order. And when I, when I say order, I, I, I'm beginning to love that word more and more. When I say order, things have to be in proper perspective, like as far as your purpose, your goals, what you want as an individual, what God wants for your life, your relationship with God, how you view yourself as a man, how you, how you view women. You know, like there's a lot of objectifying women going on. Like in the past, I was doing a lot of that influence. Oh, I was... I was I was getting influenced, and I was influenced my followers to just follow superficial things. But, you know, over time, you see that it's the dead end, and you start making adjustments, just like a workout, a meal plan. Um, but my brother, you, you are, I know you're still into fitness, personal training and all that, but you went from fitness to investments. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still need to get that class. Like, I'm like, well, well how, how did that transition happen? I, I know you spoke on that already a little bit, but... You actually took steps. What are the steps that you took to get more familiar with that world, man? The finance world. Um, that's, that's very interesting uh, because, like I said, I came from a background where I, I didn't know a lot about investing and and money and stocks and stuff like that. So, um, during the time when 
you know, I had issues with relationships and, and losing money. Like I said, I, I dive deep into, you know, just studying, man. Studying about. I didn't know you were studying that stuff. Uh, yeah, studying about, you know, just the stock market. I was at home watching movies. This dude, <laughs> this dude was like. Uh, um, yeah, I remember. game up. I remember there was a time I disappeared for like, I think it was a year or something. Almost two years. I, You're not I, talking about Miami. <laughs> yeah, like when I went to Miami and all that. So like, you it know. did I, disappear. Um, this dude was like not <laughs> replying to Texas. Um yeah, bro. So basically, uh, what I was doing was, um, you know, just getting myself um, into looking up how stuff works, uh, stocks, um, real estate. Um, I dived deep into it, and then I actually uh, um, did my first investment. It was through a, an app uh, called Robinhood. Um, I just went in there, and then I started taking finance one-on-one online closes, uh, courses about um, just money management and investments and how so you, you know, self educated yourself uh, pretty much and then how ETFs work so when ET who ETF so ETF is like electronically traded funds yeah. that has like you know dividends and stuff that they they pay back out um, you know over time so uh, I, I kind of figure like the best will will to be able to be freed is to have stocks and things that paid you back you know because other than that, when you have money, you're, you're just spending it, you know? So if, if you invest that money, make that money work for you, and then you can be able to take that return asset and be able to pay for all of your, uh, your, your, your liabilities that you have and things and, and lifestyles and different things that you want to do. Uh, but like I say, it, it was a real blessing and that didn't happen until I pretty much, you know, had made some wrong decisions with money and, and chasing uh, women. And then, uh, later on, I came across uh, uh, my finance manager who, man, he definitely just, you know, took me and, you know, literally taught me so much stuff about funds management and how to move money around and trade, uh, which is something I'm still getting better at. I'm still learning. Um, but the yeah, right way and the wrong way to uh, do it. Yeah, there's, there's so many ways to do it. Um, and, and it doesn't work for everybody who doesn't know how to do it. But uh, I think when you invest the time and learn more about it, you know, you'll be able to... Uh, uh, definitely uh, get some good results. You believe uh, this, you know, investment stocks, that's there for the long run, right? I mean, this is what uh, runs the economy. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, if you look at our, our, our current economy right now, it's pretty much run all on investments. There's the reason why certain things are being pushed down, you know, the, the cutthroat about, hey, we need, to, we need to do this. You know, think about it, for instance, like the whole mandate with the mask thing. Um, <laughs> that's also another big investment. Um, there, there are companies right now who are profiting from the mask. I mean, people say it's effective, but I mean, I don't think it's effective, but if you look up, uh, information right now, they're a company who's making a lot of money from mask. Mm. So whoever invests in the stock of a mask, definitely going to be making, uh, uh, a lot of money later on. Um, also, you know, the whole stuff, I mean, with the whole vaccine thing, companies coming out with stuff, uh, people are putting money behind, you know, the vaccine and all of that, uh, which again, is going to pay people a return. But as far as um, the investing thing go, you know, it's, you know, you just got to put your mind to it. So I kind of sought out the right people uh, that I felt like could give me the knowledge that I needed for me to be able to run with it on my own. What's, what's the goal now that, you know, you're where you're at? What's, what's this next step, next level you want to get to? Man, um, you know, right now uh, the goal for me is to pretty much try, try to keep trying to expand and grow. Uh, I want to eventually uh, own more properties. Um, so I, I'm looking into seeing how things work, you know, God's willing, um, 
invest in a more property, uh, you know, out of states and buy different real estates. Um, but yeah, as an, inve- as an investor, you, you got to find out other ways how you can make the money work for you. Um, so I would, I would definitely say uh, looking at business that's going on right now and then buying new homes and things like that. Uh, and there are other ways you can invest your money, but right now it's a crucial time, especially in the economy. So um, doing your homework will also be the right thing to do. And then you know where you should need to put your money. Uh, Cause you know, like, you know, we, we live in a world right now where we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, you know? So it's like um, everyone is afraid, but also it's a good time if you know how to play the game. Right. Mm. Yeah. What advice can you give to people that are looking to invest that have no, no experience, no education, but are looking to invest? Like what, what do you, would you recommend that they start? Where could they start? Uh, I pretty much would, would say, for me, it's, it's to start looking at information online. Um, and when it comes to investing, uh, for instance, you got to look at things that you have interest in. So if you come from a health and fitness background, you got to look at uh, things that are being put out in the fitness world that you think that is a necessity because it's all about supply and demand. You know, if you come from a tech world, uh, if you come from, um, you know, a medical field, uh, you know, then you have ideas or certain things that's needed. You know, because you want to put the money in things that are actually going to bring you back a good return. So uh, the first thing I would say is to start doing knowledge on the type of products and type of things you want to invest in. And also look at, you know, the return plan of that company for, let's say, 10 to 15 years return. What are their profit? What are their net profit? What are the losses? Um, Also, you can look into uh, the, the company, you know, have they filed for certain bankruptcy over certain times. So that way, you know, when you're putting your money into certain things, you know exactly what you're going to get back. Um, and, you know, take a finance class, you know, because it, it, would, it would teach you a lot about, you know, money, finance, balance sheet, loss, and all of that. So even if you're investing with a direct investor, that way you know that you're not getting screwed over. So uh, I definitely say it's important to definitely educate yourself so you know exactly what you're doing with your money. Mm. Education is the thing. I guess if you want those results, you got to put in the work to get the insight and knowledge. So tell me, like, uh, once you, you know, become more successful, um, more financial freedom, you know, you're growing your portfolio, how do you want to invest your time and money when it comes to purpose? Oh, man, that's that's amazing. Uh, I definitely want to be able to reach out to, you know, my communities, brothers and sisters, um, Specifically, maybe go back to Africa, uh, God's willing. Uh, I have a plan to just try to give back to the community because, uh, you know, I come from a place where uh, we didn't have nothing growing up. So um, I figure if, if God's able to bless me to become, you know, financially free, as you call it, or as I grow, I want to be able to only extend and give back. Um, so for me, the goal is to open up, you know, centers, uh, homes, because one of the things that really bothered me is seeing uh, a lot of people homeless, you know, and I drive around the street and, they, and, and I, and I look at people and I'm like, man, God, like this, this could be me any time of the day or any year. I mean, working in the healthcare industry, I've met people who came from being like doctors and lawyers and, you know, the next thing you know, they had some type of issue, like medical issue and they practically lost everything. And these are people that have PhDs, but then, you know, we got to be grateful because you walk on the street and you see people. So for me seeing that, you know, at this point in my life, it, it actually bothers me because uh, growing up, I would hear friends, other people be like, oh, you know, they're drug dealers or, you know, they just don't give them the money or don't buy them food. 
um, because they're just using it. But the thing is, I notice is everyone has a different story. Like you don't you don't know the situation with someone else. So I, I kind of feel like you know when I get to the level where I want to go, I only want to be able to give back to the people, and um, I, I hope that God can help me to be able to do that. That's that's what when I want to do. When you say home and centers, like what? what what type um, of homes and centers? Like, how do you plan to use this home and centers? So, back? one of the biggest things that's, that's missing is uh, resources and, you know, like, facility that has uh, places where people can go, where they can get resources and get help on how to transform their life or get back, get back on their feet. Get back on their feet. Um, so, I think um, definitely having the budget to invest into that, I think it would be a great way to give back to the community because um, if you don't have access to things, you know, most likely what's going to happen, people are going to start doing things they don't want to do. You know, like if I, I, I can't afford money for groceries and I'm going months and months and months without groceries, what's going to happen is sometimes some people get into doing things that eventually lead them into other altercation, like drugs and different things like that. But I think if people are being helped on how, you know, they can get on, that, on their feet, I think that's going to be better because I believe in the, uh, uh, the hand up opportunity, not hands hands down to where you're being held down. You know, I, I think the resources is what we need uh, and not trying to outcast people and say, oh, because he's lazy uh, or because he does drugs. It's like, what are we doing as a, as a people to help these people get back on their feet? And what type of resources, what type of resources do you feel like the community needs? Like, are we talking about low-income, homeless? Uh, what type of resources do you think they need and that you'd like to offer to them um that's that's on a on a bigger skill but as far as that I, I would think like um you know centers that teach people on you know how to get ready for jobs interviews um and also as far as like the low the low income homes homes that people can afford you know because if you look at everything right now even with, with finances and business um the the prices keep going up <laughs> in, in different communities in different places but one thing that stays stagnant, it's, you know, the budget and what people are getting paid. It's almost as if it's like everything else goes up, but some people can't afford to live in these places. So eventually what happens is people are underpaid. So I think uh, when I say resources, I think we as a people, when I say we, I mean like, you know, the community, uh, the leaders and people who are making these decisions, we got to do a better job of saying, well, we need to create these resources where people can get jobs that they can be able to afford um, to be able to have these uh, lifestyle instead of saying, oh, I can't pay my rent, so I got to get kicked out, you know? So um, that definitely is something that I look into uh, because, like I said, I come from a community where people didn't have it. And, you know, a lot of people, including myself, we, we grew up with limited resources. So I know how that feel. Mm. Well, it's, it sounds like you're the right person to, <laughs> you know, kickstart that initiative and um, do what you do what you can to give back because, you know, there's been people in your life that's helped you out and helped me out. And I know I didn't get here on my own. Yes, like it, took, it took a mother and father to birth me from the inception. So, like, um, I appreciate you having you in here. Is there anything else you'd like to share with um, the audience? Man, um, i just like to say, you know, like I said, um, I, I've learned a lot. Over the past couple of years, you know, like we talk about, you know, adversities and, and trials and things like that. But um, if people are wondering, because I always get asked, you know, what keeps you going? Uh, I just tell people it's my mindset. You know, um, 
I going through the things that I went through um, and how you transform your mind. Um, you got to be accountable. You know, you got to be accountable. You got to be responsible. If you can't just leave things um, undone, you know, and I think once I started to take this initiative of things, um, like I said, I, I, grew, I grew up um, just going with the flow. You know, or I see what I see on TV and I'm being influenced by, you know, just other things around me and, and, and events and culture. It was like no sense of direction. Um, and the young person that's coming out there that, that wants to pursue certain things, um, accountability. You got to be accountable. If you, if you take the actions and you have things in order, then eventually you're going to arrive to where you want to get. But if you just leave things undone and you're not taking the responsibility, what's going to happen is you're going to run into dead end and you're just going to start blaming people for things. What's so, the motivation to get things in order, like you say? Um, the, the motivation should be to, to look at your, your current lifestyle, look at your current choices, and then also uh, look at where you want to go. You know, so the place that you want to go should actually be the motivation of why you should want to do the things you want to do. Because the moment that I, I locked into where I wanted to be and I understood that I needed to take certain decisions and actions, at the end of the day, everything else didn't matter. And to, to this day, this is how I, I live my life. I have a favorite quote that said, uh, you don't try to mess with somebody that's not afraid of being alone. Because for me to be able to get to this level, I had to master the art of being focused and getting rid of distractions. So I understood that if this is my purpose and I'm trying to get here, this is what is required, then I get rid of all the distractions. And that's definitely helped me out along the way. Even studying for five, six, seven hours, um, this method I've used, you know, putting away the phone, you know, not picking up certain from staying, staying away from distraction. And at this time I've, I've done that, you know. Um, I remember my first website, a gentleman told me that it was going to cost me 10 grand to build it. And I said, no, I actually built the website myself. I spent, <laughs> I mean, I didn't have 10 grand to give him. He so, said, no. Yeah. So uh, I basically, uh, I, I did it for eight hours a day. Uh, within three weeks, I was able to build the website, figure out the code and everything. So you, you got to apply yourself, you know, and um, this is just a message because I get asked a lot about these, like, you know, you know, what keeps me going, what keeps me motivated. But that's just something I want to pass on to somebody who's coming up because, you know, the outcome of your life is going to be determined on, you know, your choices and actions you're making. So if you if you take the right choices, then, you know, eventually you're going to get there. But you got to practice that discipline. Discipline indeed. <laughs> like you got to know what you want and you got to believe that you can achieve it. Plan. You have to plan. You know, a lot of things people want. They're like, oh, I want this physique. I want these uh, goals, a home car financial freedom and it's one thing to say come up with these nice ideas and say you want it but are, are you planning do you believe that you can have it and are yeah. you practicing discipline yeah um taking it one step at a time to get closer to achieving that goal yeah it's very important if we're talking about the basic things like basic uh, to us maybe because we, we work out all the time <laughs> but achieving yeah. a physique it's like People are like, how, do, how are you supposed to eat and how are you supposed to train? It's like, <laughs> it, your, your mindset's got to be right because it's not a lack of information about how to eat yeah. or how to train because anybody could acquire that knowledge with Google real yeah. quick from your phone in zero to 60 seconds. But is your mindset ready to receive the information and apply the information? And um, that goes for like all aspects of our lives. Yeah, so, absolutely. I'm with you on that one. I hate you, bro.
But and you're definitely right about that. And like I said, you guys, you're responsible. That's it. And uh, I remember someone told me that you're it's your no life. ifs and buts. <laughs> there's no there's no back and forth. You you're responsible for for what you're doing, and um, that's it. And if your your actions and choices aren't bringing you what you want to be, it starts with you. You got to start reevaluating those things. Make and, adjustments. Um, um, yes, pretty much. But yeah, man. Um, appreciate you for having me, bro. Hey, <laughs> we're definitely gonna be t- um, having you back on with some different episodes. Things sure. like there's a lot to talk about. I don't yeah. want to use up the whole time for. Everything to talk about, like we'll spend on my through most board episodes. You guys, TJ the contender. Thanks for joining us again for another episode of Max Your Mind. Please subscribe, like, share, share feedback uh, and comments on what you liked, dislike, and um, see you next time. Peace out. <laughs>